Welcome to The Inspired Author. I'm your host, Samantha Davidson. As an executive manager in the construction industry, a serious girl boss, and a passionate young adult author and mentor, I understand how challenging it can be to find balance. Regardless of what's holding you back, the demands you have weighing you down, or where you are in your journey, I invite you to join me and maybe we can find success together. So, if you're looking to elevate your platform while balancing your busy life and creative passions, then I think you found the right place. It's time to get inspired. Let's dive in. Hello, creatives. Welcome back. I hope you're having a fantastic and productive week. Posting that first episode was a little bit daunting, I have to admit, but you've all been so incredibly supportive and sweet. I've actually been really excited to jump back into recording this next one. I thought this platform was going to be a bit of a chore, one of those tasks that just takes a lot to build yourself up to actually doing. And instead, I've been chomping at the bit to get back in front of my microphone and get this next episode recorded for all of you. I got a little sidetracked on my first episode, completely abandoning the idea of what inspiration truly is in exchange for transparency and admitting to the fear of putting myself out there. Let's see if I can stick to the topic at hand this time, shall we? Getting back to the external creative impulse. I find this so interesting, and although the idea of being inspired or inspiration has always played a big part in my life, it wasn't until creating this podcast that I started really digging into what being inspired really means. The inspired author was a no-brainer for me, for this channel, as all of my creative outlets have always been inspired. Inspired photography studio, inspired design... Although I knew what it was to be inspired, I'd never gone looking for the actual dictionary definition, an external creative impulse. I get this visual of a sound wave or a supersonic blast that rushes through us, bowling us over, or slamming into us like a brick wall. Okay, maybe that was a little bit too graphic, but you get the point. Elizabeth Gilbert in Big Magic describes creativity as a force of enchantment, not entirely human in its origins. She goes on to explain about how her belief is that the planet is inhabited not only by animals and plants and bacteria and viruses, but also by ideas, a life form that is not completely separate from us, but of which interacts with us. This is how I envision not only creativity, but also inspiration. It's not so far from the expression of an idea hitting us. Inspiration is when you're standing on a street corner or walking down an alleyway or laying in bed staring at your ceiling. One minute, you're staring at random shapes created by the knockdown stipple and the next, your mind is rolling a mini-movie about an old man in a French mid-century market carrying a wicker basket on his back. His basket is full of wheat and he talks to the vendors as he passes. He's weighed down and limping from the load that he carries. You're thinking, why is this old man by himself? Why is he breaking his back for some wheat? Where's his son to help bear the burden? Does he have a son? Maybe he only had a daughter. Did she survive in a time where disease and starvation is prominent? Was she sent away to labor for a wealthy family? Did she somehow manage to join the military and fight? Did she die in the war? 
20 minutes later, you look at your significant other and pose some random question about the weapons used in the French Revolution, especially if your significant other is a bit of a history buff like mine is. Now explaining that train of thought, I'm starting to understand why my family gives me that look that says, where the heck did that come from? From now on, I'm just going to answer with an external creative impulse. I guess where I'm going with this is that inspiration is a gift, and not one that everyone gets to interact with. It's that life form that is completely separate from us, but which interacts with us. If you're hit with inspiration, sit, ponder on it, hear it out. It may have a great story to tell or a lesson to be learned. It may ignite more inspiration to come and seek you out and fill your life. If you push it away or if you say you don't have time, that your schedule is just too busy or that you just can't fit it in, you may find that when you're ready for it, when you finally have time or when you make that decision to act on it, it might have left you and you might be too late. I definitely want to help you over the next few months to find new ways to make your schedule and your life work for you. I want to show you that it is possible to balance the obligations you have with what lights you up and along the way help you to open yourself up to inspiration and teach you how to be ready when it does hit. Each episode I want to leave you with gems, sparkly little bits and bobs that brighten your day. They can sit in the corner of your mind looking pretty and inviting and if you stick with me long enough they will pile up creating a wealth of the little buggers and of which can hopefully be cashed in for success, achievement, and basically fulfillment of all your dreams and goals, or at least a few of them. So here we go with my first gem of wisdom. I want you to take five minutes every day for yourself. This can be laying in bed between the alarm and the snooze or on your drive to work. It can be sitting at a Starbucks sipping your coffee or in front of the stove while you're preparing dinner. Just five minutes a day over the next 14 days. You can even set a timer to make sure you don't get too carried away. In those five minutes, I want you to just be in the moment. Now let me clarify here because when I was first given this advice, I panicked. First off, I don't know how to sit still for five minutes. It seemed like an eternity. But once I tied my legs to a chair and sat on my hands, I then had to decide what being in the moment looked like. I thought about work and then I thought about how I wasn't supposed to think about work. I thought about how it was awkward to sit on my hands and how I could be using this time for other things. I thought about what I shouldn't be thinking about and finally I thought about what I was supposed to be thinking about while I was thinking about being in the moment. Now, none of this is wrong. None of this is right either. When you're taking time to be in the moment, let your mind wander to whatever it feels it needs to go to. If you have a million thoughts, let yourself focus on those thoughts. If you're thinking about nothing, like if you're completely blank, let your mind focus on that. If you start to get too caught up in what you're doing or thinking or not thinking, you can always just focus on your body, how it moves when you breathe, what it sounds like when your lungs fill up, how your body feels. You can focus on the different parts of your body, what may be sore or stiff. Focus on the feeling of your feet against the floor or your butt in the chair. All that matters is that you dedicate those few minutes to being present, being in the moment, and opening yourself up for whatever may come to you. Try this over the next couple of weeks and see if it helps to ground you, or if inspiration strikes. It comes back to that old adage of you can't pour from an empty cup, although for this analogy, I guess it would be that you can't fill an overflowing cup. If you spend every hour of every day hustling, moving, engaging, and constantly on the go, inspiration's going to realize that there's just no room in your life for it. 
and it'll move on to the next person. It's time to make a little room for whatever the universe is sending to you. It's time to start finding some balance. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe on your way out. And if you really liked what you heard, I would be so grateful if you'd leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. I'll be posting new episodes every second Tuesday. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at author Samantha Davidson and Twitter at author Samantha D. If you love content, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter. I send out a ton of content, updates, insight, and inspiration every single month. You'll find that at samanthadavidson.com. I look forward to seeing you again soon. And until then, be mindful, be grateful, and be inspired.